What's good, fam? Welcome back to another episode of The Boys Podcast. My name is Jorge. This is Mike. Mike. Actually, I think I am um, like five episodes too late, uh-huh. but I just started watching Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. So from this point on, please refer to me as George Dutton. Yeah, right, dude. You got a Guns N' Roses shirt on. Got the hat. What about your shirt? I, I like rock. <laughs> he doesn't. He's country. They don't know that. I'm the I'm the son that he went on the reservation, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. got a little little quickie there. And yeah, I'm, I'm a stepson. I thought his name was like Casey or something. Yeah, that's his real son. Oh, I'm so lost. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the original. Okay, I got you. What are you talking about? I don't know. Oh. The son that th- is dating the reservation chick. Yeah, that's that Casey guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was confused there for a sec. But, I'm but saying, you're going like 1923 or whatever. Well, well no, was. I'm talking about the dad. Yeah. John Dutton. Yeah. He probably was over there mingling with the, the natives. Yeah. Created me. Created you. Yeah. George Dutton. <laughs> so from now on. All right. All right, Dutton. Let's go. You like the hat? You want yeah. to trade? No. You want to put it on? Uh-uh. You put it on. I got obligations. Nah, true. I don't really, but. Dude, you look sick. You like it? I'm yeah. already sweaty, dude. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. Yeah. Do we finally have summer? It's going to yeah. get worse. I'll be bitch like two weeks. Give me two weeks. I'll be bitching about the weather. Well, I mean, you were gone. So like mm-hmm. two days ago, it, it was a little rainy and a little cold, but yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. So speaking of rainy and cold, we can't get too far into this broadcast. Oh yeah. Oh, I just cut my fingernails, dude. Oh man. Got it. This is what the Cowboys drink. Might admit 120 calories per can. Mm. Delicious. So good. Mm-hmm. So where are we at? What did we do this weekend? I basically give me, binged. Give me something cool. <laughs> I binged Yellowstone. Did you? Yeah. Dude, you're going to be so let down. Oh, really? Yeah. No, thanks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not... you know, it. we started watching it. Why well, I started watching it, Heather, you want to talk about a conspiracy theory? Yeah. I'll just throw this out there right now. Okay. You know, last year, Juneteenth happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a holiday now. Mm-hmm. We were in Sacramento. We were... Uh, there for you know for the boys going to the zoo doing amusement park stuff and uh, we stayed in an area where there there's this pretty cool park and they had like a Juneteenth celebration so it was cool so we walked over there and, and checked it out but uh she, she had COVID okay and we didn't know until she got home and she tested and she had COVID so to the date she just had COVID really yeah well how's that a conspiracy well she did get the jab yeah Dude, so, that's who gets it more. I hate to tell but you. But to the date, though. That's pretty gnarly. Maybe they put a little, like, digital program. Yeah, like it. a little clock in yeah. there. So now we're waiting a year. So if it happens next year, uh, you guys have some explaining to do because <laughs> yeah, dude. that is pretty gnarly. Yeah, super gnarly. So I ended up getting it, too, mm-hmm. right? And I think Great. she got it for me. No, not this time. Okay. So, but I never got the jab, Yeah. if you know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. As we're sitting here talking about uh, living off the land and not mm-hmm. technology and stuff, we have some technical difficulties. It's 2023, and my audio stuff like. See, that's why they sit up there in the freaking woods and do nothing. Yeah, that's they don't have podcasts out in the woods. <laughs> they don't, dude. <laughs> we might be a first. But yeah, it's a dude. It's an it's a killer show. Like, but it just starts like getting not, too gnarly. I'm, no, no, I'm not going to ruin it for you. But it just kind of like deviates away from what makes it good. Yeah, right. Like they kind of start trying to go down this other path of it. I thought, but like. Dude, season one, like I was hooked right away. Yeah, yeah. I watched, dude, I was watching it every freaking night, you know, basically. And that's like one, like we've always talked, like besides like I think Breaking Bad and Prison Break, I've never really like watched any shows. Yeah. So like when I'm, and it came out in the winter, like the winter is a good time uh-huh. to binge stuff because you're freaking, 
sitting there like not doing nothing anyway. So yeah, that was the thing with me. Like the first, first uh, season, I felt like it was very, uh, it was a well put, but mm-hmm. after the episode, it's not like, God, I got to watch another one. Right. You know, it was, yeah. it was just good. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is a cool show because it's not like that. It has a good story. It's just something to be entertained and watched. Yeah. And then season two comes and then some gnarly stuff starts happening. And that's when I'm like, oh, shit, I got to see what happens next. Yeah. You know, so now I haven't watched season three, but I could kind of see I saw a trailer for five, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, And that kind of looked I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Gets not to. Weird. Not to like use the play on words or whatever, but they're kind of like beating a dead horse towards the end. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get that? Because yeah. they ride horses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool though, huh? I like it. I like yeah, it. it's sick. Yeah. You're a supreme podcaster, dude. That's what we do. <laughs> I am not, dude. Far from it. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, watching it, it, I was like, I could see now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I'm like, I could see why like being a cowboy stuff is kind of cool, like the Western stuff, especially if, if the world goes to shit. Yeah. And every day we kind of see stuff we're like all right dude it's gonna happen one of these days yeah. it doesn't happen ever but it's gonna happen yeah. so it kind of opens up your eyes more i'm like maybe i should just have like a garden in my yard so mm-hmm. i can like do that yeah it's crazy yeah. like we don't realize how like reliant we are on like you know products and stuff mm-hmm. right it's like these dudes are killing their own like cows and like butchering them and having their own meat and it's like dude i'm not gonna lie if like the shit ever hit the fan i wouldn't know what to do yeah. Like luckily a bunch of my friends like deer hunt and stuff. So mm-hmm. I can kind of hang out with them. But yeah. plus I'm like kind of a pussy, right? Mm-hmm. Like all, I love eating meat, all that shit. But dude, like I talked to my buddy. He's like, yeah, we like field dressed a buck that we shot, you know? And he's like, yeah, you just have your arms in there and it's all warm and you're pulling out organs and stuff. I'm like, yuck. Yeah. Like it's not for me for some reason at all. See, like if I had to, I could probably do that. But I've eaten certain meat cuts mm-hmm. of meat that are more, um, you know, basically off the animal. There, yeah, it's real gamey. Yeah, and I don't like the taste. Yeah, and I guess that's like an acquired thing. Once yeah. you, that's all you eat, then it'll probably be easy. Yeah, but like, I don't, I couldn't see myself killing something just to eat it because I don't really like the taste. So it's not, I'm not gonna eat it. Right. So it's kind of a waste, you know. So that's why I don't do that. I know, stuff. and I'm the same. I guess there's like some brines because I thought about. Cause we live, you know, like we just said, we live around a bunch of ranches. You can buy like half cows. Yeah. I think it's like, I don't know, let's just say 900 bucks, but you get a ton of meat off it. I'm like, dude, I'm going to start doing that. So I know it's just kind of not like processed or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, dude, it's different. Even though it's cow, it has like a gamey taste. Yeah. Really? Even just like, you know, grass fed cow out in the pasture. They're like, yeah. So like the stores are doing something to it to make it like good, but you can brine them. Like I know uh, uh, Zevi, he shoots like duck and goose and stuff and i like i hate any of that that's real gamey like bird oh yeah yeah. but he says he'll like brine it like pepperoni juice like overnight mm. and it like kind of you know it like breaks down the tissue a little bit and like kind of makes it better so i'm like well then it just tastes like gamey pepperoni <laughs> <laughs> no it gets the game out and you dump that out and season it and cook it yeah but yeah I, i've i've wondered that a lot with just how like they're trying to go to like these beyond meats and processed mm-hmm. meats i'm like dude what am i gonna like i'd be so screwed yeah I could eat out of my garden, no problem. I, yeah. I can do a garden, no problem. Yeah, for but. sure. We could do a salad, for sure. Mean salad. <laughs> Dude, tons of... <laughs> I planted onions in my garden a couple of years ago, and I don't know what I did wrong, but I had about 9 million green onions, mm. like the chive ones, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah, like... Yeah. I thought I'd me. just like put like a couple seeds in there. Yeah, yeah. called me. Yeah, you would have loved them. <laughs> but it was uh, weird. They took over my whole garden. Yeah. I'm like, dude. So I'd be a, a, a vegetarian cowboy. Mm-hmm. So we could do the, the garden for the salad, 
and then raise like the cattle but for like to make cheese yeah so we could have all the fresh cheese i'll die if stuff. i can't have cheese i'm telling you that right that's now. weird that you like cheese that much. i love cheese yeah but think about it like tacos hamburgers eggs some like anything it can go on anything literally yeah last night i made pasta parmesan cheese mm. just a cheese guy yeah so anyone that says like a diet can't have cheese i'm not gonna diet i'll just get fat yeah. And then I'll just die if I have to. I mean, we will, yeah, for sure. But die, yeah. Yeah, well, it's every day. It's closer. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude. Might as well just be a cowboy. After this weekend, I, it was real close. Yeah. I thought, yeah. All right, speak about that because you know, I saw clips on you drinking out of a, a trophy, mm-hmm. riding the pony, acting mm-hmm. the fool. I did, like Chuck or Chubbs would say. Yeah. Acting what the was fool. going on, dude? So you, you won your your thing. Yeah. So. It was a super fun event. Um, short par four. We've already talked about it in the last pod. They're you know membership company, but they did. I didn't realize how gnarly it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like you go there and it's just a fun tournament for everyone, dude. Like they had, I don't know, let's just say twenty something players on each side, dude. We had our own like outfits. Mm-hmm. So like one side's dressed up all in the same golf kits, other side. So you know, like Polos who the team, yeah, yeah, like golf kits. Yeah, yeah. But like I had like you know a gray polo, black pant or black shorts. Yeah. So we'd all have that. And then the other side would have like, you know, like tan and tan or something. And dude, it was just, it was sick. Like each day you'd play, like you were in matches. So we'd come in and it was just like on TV, like they had a screen and it would say like, you know, me and my teammate one up in the match or something. And like, dude, and it got pretty heated. Like the next day, like we had individual matches on nine holes. Mm -hmm. And luckily the dude I had to play against was terrible, dude. Nice. Yeah. He was pissed. Like he was throwing his putter and shit. So I won my match. So I felt pretty good about myself, you know, and. It kind of start. I think we had it pretty covered, but there was a little comeback on the second day. But yeah, we won the the cup, so they poured a bunch of high noons in it, and like everyone was just taking like sips out of it. Yeah, dude, I tried to finish it. Hey, you got to represent. Yeah, I represented Nevada big time. So I'm sitting there just freaking dusting it, and and yeah, dude, it was it was just such a fun time. Like I've never gotten to kind of do something like that. It's usually just individual type of golf, you know. Yeah. So this was super fun. Everyone was like way into it. Like. And all it is is a cup. It's not like we got paid. It's it's yeah. nothing. But it's like so the the captains were two ladies from short par four. Okay. Right. So it's like they have the bragging rights now in the office for until next year. Uh, like we have the cup. Yeah. You know. So it was super fun. But dude, it was ninety average like ninety ninety five each day, and like ninety percent humidity, dude. And I was just like covered in sweat because I'm not used to it. You know, yeah. ninety five here you can do it's hot, but like your skin just gets burnt. Like there, dude, I was pouring sweat. Dude, I was chugging beers. I think I was sweating them out just as fast as I was chugging them. And so I started hitting bourbon out of mm. a flask, ripped noons. We were doing fireball. We did every, and I was so hammered. Dude, how'd you golf so good? I wouldn't say I golfed good. I just lucked out in just my better matches. better than that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not like I went out and shot like a 72 or nothing. I was, by the, yeah, by the sounds of that guy is one of those typical, I know how to golf. And mm-hmm. then when they get out there, it's every excuse. And, and, and one bad shot. Like he topped his first tee shot into the water. Yeah. Which is understandable. I was nervous because there's like, there's eight of us on the first tee, uh-huh. like four go and then we go, you know, so like people are watching you and stuff and, but he straight topped it. And so the first, the starting hole for us was our individual match. Cause then in the front nine was like best ball, right? Just me and my teammate best score versus their best score. Mm-hmm. But the hole we start on was individual match. So I had a good drive, but it like kind of leaked and went into the water. Um, and I had to drop and I was like two thirty out and I dropped my ball dude. And it went in rough like that oh, deep. Yeah. That's so nice. me and my teammate, because he topped his into the water, but he hit a nice shot up there. So me and my teammate are like, let's just all play it smart. So I just literally punched it out, but I actually got a hold of it and it went into a fairway bunker. I was like, damn it, dude. 
then I came up short and I chipped on and I think I had a putt for like a six or something and I missed it. So I tapped in seven and he had a putt for a five, right? So two putt to, to win the hole. Yeah. Dude. And he blows it by about like 20 feet. Damn. And he like, for, he kind of had like a mental lapse and forgot what the, uh, what the format was. So he gets all hot head and he's like, Damn. goes over and hits it and goes like 20 feet past again. And his teammates like, Hey man, like this matters for the hole. So then he had like a, I'm exaggerating. He probably had 10 feet for, to tie me uh-huh. and he missed that too. Yeah. So I won with a seven right out of the gates. So like, like I said, I wasn't playing good, but he was pretty squirrely. And it was he a short part four guy. No, no. He owns like a, like some kind of gym there. Oh, okay. Not everyone's employee, right, employees. Right, yeah. Like I wasn't, you know, some of the girls that were there. I'm just saying you could probably give that guy a hard time. Oh, I would. Yeah. Easier. If I actually <laughs> knew him, like personally, I would have talked so much shit. Yeah. But, uh, the only downfall was like the first day I was with my actual short par four dude who I've done the Africa trip with. And then, um, another short par four dude who I know and his buddy, we were playing against each other. Mm-hmm. And the other dude was the one with the bourbon flask. And like, we were just oh. getting hammered, you know? So that day was super fun. Like when we ended, all of us were hammered, yeah. but like played some pretty good golf. And then the next morning, it's like my team, the other dude, not the dude that was pissed, but the other dude that was on the other team, he was like very just, he was there to play golf. Mm-hmm. And he, dude, he ripped. He had like four birdies. He, I think he won the individual match. We tied, I think, on the other one. But so he was kind of quiet and just playing golf. And then the other dude's throwing putters and shit. So I'm just sitting there like buzzed by myself. Kind of like, shit, dude. So like Sunday was kind of more stressful. Yeah. But I just got hammered anyways. Wow. What was the golf course you guys played? It was, I think it was just called like the Ritz-Carlton, like oh, okay. somewhere in Sarasota Sick. there. Yeah. yeah, it was Dude, it was so nice. The course was nice. Like, the heat was the only downfall. Uh, so, skill level-wise, it was a hard course? Hard, yeah. yeah. A lot of water, a lot of sand. Like, I think I found about every sand bunker mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, but, yeah, Florida courses are always in good shape because there's so much water there. Yeah. You know, it's not like here where if we have, like, a you know couple dry weeks, courses are burning up and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm always just curious to see, like, the, the just the skill level and golf courses. Obviously, they, uh, some are a lot harder than others. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I usually golf around here and the other places that we have golf. We golf Mammoth and stuff. So I consider those like super hard because there's yeah. trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, going somewhere where it's not like a mountain and pine trees yeah. everywhere. Um, I'm like, all right, so how do they make those courses harder? So Water? Yeah, so there's t- I mean, Florida is even worse. Than, like, but even like Midwest golf anywhere, what I've always found out is there is so much moisture back there. The rough is gnarly. Oh, okay. And the fairways, are they usually keep the fairway. Like this, the Ritz-Carlton course had pretty wide fairways. I kind of still managed to miss them a little bit. Yeah. But like I said, when I dropped my ball when I went in the water, dude, it went like I couldn't barely see the ball. Yeah. And we don't really have that here, like that bad. So I didn't know how to get out of it. Should have dropped it on your, so it bounced off your shoe. That's on my shoe. Yeah, I know. I should have teed it up. I should have put a tee down there. Tips for all the pros. Yeah, yeah. There, you know? Yeah, next year I'll do it. Yeah. But um. It, it's not overly hard. Like, I wouldn't say it's, like, the hardest course I ever played. It, like I said, the fairways were super wide. But if you managed, like, to get in... Like, one time, even, I hit a th- uh, driver three wood on a par five, trying to get there in two. Mm-hmm. Both pure shots. But, like, when I got to the green, I was, like, handcuffed behind a bunker, and the pin's, like, right over the bunker. So, yeah. it's like I hit a decent chip, but I'm not good, really good at chip. And I hit a decent chip, but it went all the way across the green. I think I got, like, a bogey. Yeah. And I was in right, in, like, 10 yards from the pin in two, you know? Mm-hmm. So, just kind of stuff like that that... Sunridge doesn't really have, you know what I mean? And then also the new, it's being a new course. And air is like so different down there. It's thick and like swampy and sea level. Mm -hmm. Some of the par fours did, or par threes, I was hitting like four or five irons in. You know, the, my my buddy from short par four, he's like a plus 0.5 or whatever, which, so he shoots under par average. Yeah. He was hitting like 
you know, six, seven irons. Yeah. But like a four iron on a par three to like a little green is pretty tough. You know, mm-hmm. it's like pretty hard to be accurate. So I actually, I struck somehow, like I was telling my dad, I'm like, I struggled really bad between being wasted, different course, kind of tournaments vibe, you know, but somehow I like kept it alive when I needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's not like I was shooting like under Pro- par out Probably there. the being wasted part helped. I think it was, yeah. So you're not just all nervous or like yeah. getting pissed off. Yeah. yeah. Like one time I had like 190 into a pin. And it was, so it was a full, I think, five iron for me down, um, over there. Dude, and I freaking topped it. Not like a top, like right in front of me top. Yeah. Like I thinned it, you know? Dude, and it hauled ass, ran all the way down the fairway and went to like 20 feet from the pin. Oh, nice. I'm like, dude, sick. And <laughs> the other team wasn't looking. So I told Jock, my short par 40, I'm like, we'll just tell him I flew that thing perfect. Yeah. We get up there, they're like, nice shot, dude. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, that thing never came more than a foot off the ground. Yeah, so that's what I'm here for. Yeah, cool. yeah, so. But um, overall, can't thank the short par four people enough. We had a pairings party Friday night at their warehouse. Like, you know, it was a simulator, a putting green. Oh, okay. They had open bars. So it was fun. How, and then, how's the pairing work? So they have they have a sheet of high, uh, low handicaps. Okay. Like, I don't know what it would range from, let's say, three and below or four and below, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And then a sheet of high handicappers. So the pairings go like, like the first day, Jock, my short par four, dude, he's a plus 0.5. And I'm like an eight. Right. So they're, we're paired. Like it, it would never be like a scratch and a scratch versus right. like a yeah. nine, you know, so they just kind of even them out through the field. But they have a party for that. And they yeah. Do the pairings there. And yeah. So you kind of know who, who your partner is going to be ahead of time. Yeah. So they were supposed to do like, when you go to a pro-am, they do like an actual, like announce the pairings there. Mm-hmm. But I like, I think some people wanted to play it. Like I wanted to play with Jock, you know, I'm flying all the way out there. It'd be cool to play with someone at least one day that I know. Yeah. So the first day, I think the pairs were, because it was already there when we got there. Okay. It had team, you know, whatever versus team, whatever. So um, I got to play with him. But yeah, the next day was all, like I played with two, uh, three dudes I never met before. And, you know, like I said, my dude was bitching. He was so fun. And the other dude was a super good golfer. So we had a good group. But I'm just used to the day before where it was like, we're sh- every two holes were shotgunning. And, you know, yeah. now all of a sudden these guys like want to actually play golf. I'm like, yikes, dude. Yeah. Here we go. So, but yeah, super cool. How do they have anything cool like uh, at certain holes? No, like any setups. Or no, like not that. really. It was because it's just like a straight tournament. It wasn't like a charity or you know because usually at charity tournaments that's where they have like stuff on the holes. Yeah. It, it was just pretty much regular golf. But I think the funnest thing for me was the format. Like you know, like I said, front nines best ball. You know, back nines individual, and then the other day front nines best ball and back nine was a shamble. Like where we would both hit our tee shots mm-hmm. and then playing from there. So it was just kind of fun, like strategizing with your your teammate. And, yeah. Yeah. Cause I've never really got to do that. So it was a blast, man. And then afterwards, Sunday, oh, dude, I died and came back twice. <laughs> well, I died <laughs> twice and came back once, I should say. So Sunday, we sit at the bar afterwards because there's a little presentation. We were out hitting balls onto a green like forever. And it's like me and the people I know, there's like six of us left at the golf bar and we just get hammered, right? And we get back at, I don't know, let's say five or six. And dude, it's like, you could be blacked out. You're still going to shower right when you get to the room. Cause you're like, dude, I like grass stuck to my leg. I hate that feeling, you know? So I get back all hammered. Luckily I didn't slip in the shower cause I was pretty wasted. Dude, that's what happened to Bob Saget. I know. Really? Yard still in the shower? Well, yeah, I think he hit his head and then went to sleep and never woke no. up. So yeah. I might've done that and not even known it. <laughs> well, you're here. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I get right back to the room and I shower and like jock and, uh, the girls, Hannah and Gabby, who were in the tournament with us, were all, yeah, we'll go out and have, like, you know, let's go have dinner, this and that. I'm like, hell yeah. Dude, so I shower right when I get there. And I lay in my bed, and I'm, like, texting, dude. And, like, two hours goes by. I'm like, 
these fuckers fell asleep, dude, for sure. You know? So I ordered like Chipotle from like Uber Eats because I didn't have a car. I'm like, I'll get Chipotle here, dude. Screw it. Hadn't heard from no one, right? Dude, my Chipotle starts to come and I fall asleep with my phone on my chest. Uh-huh. Dude, and like, I think they were calling me because like my phone's kind of vibrating. I'm like, no, screw it. You know? And then, dude, someone's banging on my door, dude. And the freaking front desk chicks let the dude, let them all in my room because Jock just said, he's like, I think something's wrong with my friend, like oh, being a yeah, smart ass. Yeah. Dude, so I'm like, what? The, so they bring me my Chipotle in. We just put it in the fridge. And like, Let's go out. So I'm literally wake up out of a coma. Go out to this bar, dude. We start ripping beers and like ripped a couple more shots at the sushi place. And then I don't remember getting home. Yeah. I died again. I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. Sounds, what? Like, sounds like a blast. Yeah. So if there's such a thing as dying and coming back, I did it. Yeah. Fully. Like, damn. Yeah. But it proved I'm human. Yeah. I can, you know, 95 with 90% humidity. I can only drink for so long. Yeah. And if you don't, like if they would have gotten a hold of me like 45 minutes once we got back to the room, I would have ripped. Oh, yeah. But like it felt like it was like three hours. I'm like, dude, am I going to make it? Like they came into my room and I think it was like eight or nine at night already. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? I don't know. Well, Jock lives there. So I think he went home checking his kids and stuff, you know, and probably showered up and the girl, you know, girls are girls. Like they got to shower and get ready. So speaking of girls, Mm -hmm. a lot of girls are not really. No, no. Well, in general in Florida. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, the (laughs) Sarasota, because I flew in and out of Sarasota airport. Where is that? It's just like a. By Tampa? Yeah, I'd call it like a suburb of Tampa. Oh, it's like an hour from Tampa, St. Pete. Yeah. But yeah, kind of in that vicinity. I think they call it the East Coast. But um, yeah, flying in there because I flew. So I fly from Dallas to Sarasota and vice versa, right? So you got Dallas chicks flying into Florida. I'm like, Jesus, mm-hmm. I'm on the plane by myself, you know? Then the next day in the airport, I'm all hungover, dude. And I saw probably one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. Really? Uh-huh. Damn. She was like a younger, like kind of like tan, but blonde chick. And like she had kind of like a nice little accent. I'm like. Texas accent? I, I can't tell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like some kind of southern, you know. Like, geez, and she was super nice. I didn't talk to her. Ah. But like everyone she was talking to, like around like, you know, people would ask her something. I'm like, dang, dude. She goes, hey, where's where's the local Best Buy around here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you seen the Best Buy? <laughs> dude. It's a great pickup. Line. What was that? Densmore. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it was. Shout out to Steve. Um, yeah, that sounds fun, dude. Yeah. So it was a super good week. And it's funny because... I do this all the time. I think I've said it before. I, I do it all the time. as like, you know, like Thursday, I'm going to bed at night. And I'm like, God, I got to wake up at like three because my flight was first thing on Friday morning. Got to wake up. I got to fly there. And then I'm like, I really only know Jock and the two girls. And I'm like, damn, dude, I'm kind of nervous, you know, this and that. And then every time I do that, it ends up being like one of the funnest trips I've ever yeah. done. You know, you meet new people, like all the short par four girls, like the, you know, marketing girls and everything. They were super nice. Um, like I said, the dudes I golfed with were cool. It's like every time I'm like, damn, that was fun. You know, but every time in my head before a trip, like when I went to South Africa, I'm like, dang, dude, like three weeks, South Africa, like kind of scared. Like you almost, I almost want to like back out of it. Yeah. That's exactly what we talked about in earlier podcast. Like you kind of try and make up excuses or you're like, I'm tired or whatever. Just like your buddy invites you to go Mm -hmm. out to Greek. But then you do it, you're like, dude, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. And your case is like times 10. Obviously. Yeah. You're going to South Africa and right. Florida, stuff yeah. like that. So, but yeah, I think a lot of people do that. Once we get older, it's it's uh, easier just to stay at home and mm-hmm. relax. Yeah. So. Well, and my thing is, is like, it's not even that I'm like a homebody or one, I'm tired or anything. It's like, it's out of my comfort zone. Mm. Right. Like when I went to South Africa, I'd never met Carolina, who I did the show with. So I'm like, dang, dude, I gotta like do this TV show that I'm afraid of. Or not afraid, but you know, like I doubt myself. Yeah. I'm meeting this girl I've never met that I got to do the show with. I'm like hoping we intertwine all right for the show, you know? 
And like, I'm like, I have to talk to all these people, golf courses, breweries. So I'm like stressed. Mm -hmm. it, it's never that I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. You know, if I didn't want to do it, I would just say no to the job. But, yeah, yeah. um, but I mean, dude, this has been going on forever. It's like, I try and tell people I'm a shy person. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, right. You are not. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Like for a while, you know, I'm like uncomfortable inside until I like get to know someone. And a long time ago, like I want to say, oh, nine. I got a chance to go to Junior Seau's golf tournament, mm -hmm. right? And this was when he was a Patriot, and I was a huge pa like Brady Patriots yeah. fan at this time, right? And um, it was through Kevin Robinson, who you know, I'm thankful I got to meet him while he was around. Um, he's like, "Dude, you want to do this charity the tournament?" BMX guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, "Yeah, dude, hell yeah, I'll do it," you know. And then like literally like two days before, I'm like, "Dude, I don't know," like because all I know is Kevin, and Kevin knows those dudes, so it's like I can't. I'm not going to be like his girlfriend and like hang off his arm the whole time you know it's like i'm gonna have to go out there and talk to people so even the day before i'm like damn i wish a show would pop up or something i could just say i can't make it you know <laughs> just because i'm nervous yeah and i'm flying there dude by myself fly in there get picked up in like a limo and i'm like oh god get to the hotel and kevin's like hey we're all out at sales restaurant it's like nine o'clock at night he's all we're all at sales restaurant dude come down and have some drinks with us i'm like okay not thinking nothing nothing of it i walk in and like the restaurant's pretty much closed it's just them you know so I've never met Junior. So I Junior's there, Rodney Harrison, Teddy Bruski, Wes Welker, yeah. uh, Kevin, a um, couple other, I can't remember who else was there. But I, I walk in there and I'm like, oh my God, dude. Because like I said, this is like right in the Patriots dynasty yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? And I've known or paid attention to Junior like his whole career, you know, like he's been around forever. So I walk in, dude, and right away, Junior's all, Mikey, what kind of shot you want? And I'm all, called me Mikey, dude. I haven't yeah, yeah. just met him, you know? Dude, so I'm like, oh, tequila. So we do. Sh and next thing you know, dude, we're having so much fun. And dude, the end of the night, it's 4 a.m. and it's me and Wes Welker at Denny's. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude. I remember that. Yeah, he's all, dude, like dirt bikes are so cool. I'm like, dude, football's so cool. And we bullshit. I'm like, see what, like, if I would have passed up on that because I was scared. Yeah. So I go to missed out on that, you know? So it's like, I, I, I tend to always overthink everything how it's going to be, but it always ends up being like such a fun trip. Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird, man. Yeah. But yeah, so no, that's, no. that's my life story. That's, uh, you know, a prime example of, of taking advantage of your opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like just go for it. Yeah. yeah. It is scary sometimes, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's always scary. Like anyone out there, dude, I'm scared every time I say yes, every time <laughs> it is fun. It is better when you have a buddy. Huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any kind of teammate, you know, or like, you know, like when there's a house party here, I'm like, yep, I'll be there. What do I need to bring? You know, yeah, yeah. but when it's like going across the, across the U S to like, luckily I did know Gabby and Hannah and Jacques. And I know a lot of the short par four people, but they're not like, like tight people, right? Like I still got to kind of go like break the ice with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh. and then a couple of times, like right when we walked into like the warehouse, everyone's talking, right? Everyone has their groups and shit. And like Hannah and Gabby go and like start talking to these other guys, jocks talking to dudes. So I'm like, I went to the bar and got three high noons because we had just gotten yeah. there. I was sober. Dude, and I walk over and Jock's all, dude, you're really getting after him. Like, I got to ease the tension, baby. Yeah. Dude, chugged one, then double fist. And then I, like after three, I was fine. I was on the putting green, freaking talking to people. And so it always works out, but it, it's like sweaty in the armpit yeah. for a bit. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That yeah. But yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful and glad I do all this stuff because I would have missed out on so much cool stuff in my career, like my whole life, you know, because yeah. I mean, even when I got invited to X Games, I'm like, I don't want to go because I was terrified. You know what I mean? Not of the, not of competition because I know how to ride. It's like more of like fitting in and like not making an act like get invited to X games and you dead sailor your first couple jumps or something. And mm -hmm. you know, you're like, dude, no one likes me or, you know, whatever. It's like so much shit runs through your mind. And, and now with golf, like I know I'm not good at golf. So it's like when I got a golf, like I even told jock, cause 
sometimes in like a Ryder Cup, they'll do like an alternate shot. I'm like, dude, what if I get stuck? Like, I thought maybe there was going to be it. Thank God there wasn't. I'm like, what if I get stuck with some serious dude? And he like rips a drive right down the middle. And then I chunk my wedge or something into the green. And he's all pissed, you yeah. know? But that's me overthinking. I get there and no one's like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, even the dude that I told you in the second day that didn't drink and just golfed, Dave's cool as hell. Yeah. You know, like I would hit a shot to like 40 feet from the pin. He's all, oh, good shot, man. Yeah. You know, he just, he don't care. Well, at the end of the day, they're there not, they're there uh, having fun playing this little tournament for this uh, company or whatever yeah. it may be. They're not at the PGA. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if someone mouthed off, I'd be like, dude, you're not dude, the PGA. Dude, the, the one guy we played against saw he was in the PGA. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, dude, he was. See, that's what happened when I used to play soccer, like the competitive men's leagues. Mm-hmm. The guys would get so gnarly. I'm like, it's weird that you're here on a Thursday night playing against me Yeah. and not like in the MLS. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you get my point here? Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah, settle it's, down. It's just ego stuff, yeah. dude. Uh, speaking of egos. Yeah. I've come to the conclusion. I don't know if you heard about the little submarine, the Titanic mm-hmm. one. So, R.I.P. Yeah, you know, but it just seems like the the billionaire class. You know, we're not there, mm-hmm. so we don't know. But the billionaire class, uh, they're just getting bored. Yeah, so they're just doing shit. I just saw that Richard Bronson guy is doing uh, like four hundred something k per ticket for to go like at the outer space yeah. level or whatever. Yeah. Like people were like actually signing up for that. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. You know? Uh, but my point is we got the Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. versus Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. So now they're they're They accepted to fight each other. And I guess uh, Zuckerberg called into um, Chell Sonnen, which is an ex. Yeah. yeah. Fight, fighter. Yep. He called him up and he was telling him, he's like, I agreed to fight Elon. I signed the contract and it's supposed to be for UFC 300. So that's coming up. Yeah. So on Zuckerberg's part, part, it sounds like he's fully committed. He signed and everything. And then Elon on the same, he's been uh, fighting with some people like training yeah. and people have been coming out saying like, dude, he's actually pretty decent. Like God, he's, he's a big dude, you know, stuff like that. But my point is like, they're just so bored. Yeah. Like you have all the money in the world. Like what can I do just to like stir up some, some noise and just do something different. Well, go fight someone, you know? And I think like at some point, dude, like, cause I mean, even if you're worth 25 million, yeah. right? Like there's, you don't like, look at Ricky Carmichael. That's probably, if I had to guess, it's probably what he's worth. Okay. Somewhere around there. It's like, dude, that guy never has to worry about money. I mean, unless he was off the deep end, you know, yeah. like buying jets and stuff, but as far as just regular life, but it's like, so picture a billionaire where like you could literally spend, so like millions a day and never even have a dent in your account. It's like, you still got to feel alive. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure that submarine thing was the right idea. No, no. I mean, uh, right. What am I trying to say? Yeah. Right idea. Wrong execution. Yeah. Right. Like that would be pretty, I would go check out the Titanic if I could. Right. That'd be freaking. Well, you can, you can go on the little submarine that floats. Yeah. So, so, you know, they had, they, they're, they're mean, they meant well, but it just didn't end well. And then like, you know, like, dude, that'd be sick to go check out, like, the atmosphere, right? Like, the Bronson yeah, view. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. But I the mean, fi- it would be sick, but, mm-hmm. yeah. The fighting thing, though, not for me, dude. Yeah. But, but I, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, all right, all these motherfuckers are just getting bored. So they're bored. Just, but uh, that's crazy. So, they're, they're you know, obviously, it's going to be a, a big event. Say it's going to be the biggest fight in history. As a fight fan, I kind of hate that for the fact that. The fighters are getting taken away from. Kind of. Is how but, I look at it. But, it, like. Just because these guys are like billionaires and they're famous and all that, I mean, 
I don't see so they're both like autistic. I actually I don't know if Zuckerberg is, mm-hmm. but the other guy has like Asperger's, whatever that yeah. is. So he's autistic. So um and then Zuckerberg's started doing jujitsu and I guess he's like really good at it now mm-hmm. and he's on tournaments just because they have that type of focus where that's all that matters. Yeah. You, you you teach them how to do it and they pick it up super quick because that's how they're bringing right. They're like Zuckerberg's a robot. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But without all that being said, they don't have that aggression. Yeah. I can guarantee they don't have that's aggression. That's kind of what I thought right when I heard about it. You know? So yeah, they could go go in there and, and, and do the stuff and, and like grapple and like wrestle, whatever. But when it comes to like Eli, like say Zuckerberg's on top of Elon, you think he's gonna throw elbows at his face and then yeah. destroy his nose nose and blood starts coming out, you think he's just gonna be like, Yes, and, and just like try to kill this guy, like actual UFC fighter? Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. So what type of fight is this actually going to yeah. be? Yeah, and that's, yeah, I had two questions. I had that one and then disrespect to the fighters, right? Like, yeah. the people that built the UFC, now you're like, you got these two nerds coming in there and they're like going to be the biggest <laughs> fight ever. You know, it's like. But the problem is with like Dana, I guess, because he's the one that got in the middle and said, hey, you guys need a platform, the UFC, we could do it here. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, Zuckerberg said he's it's going to be UFC 300. Yeah. So Dana's putting that platform. So, I mean, if anything, I would say, you know, like build something with those like what Jake Paul's doing. Yeah, yeah. Build something with those guys because they're obviously like big fans of fighting now. Yeah. Uh they're training and everything. Like build something with them so you can uh compensate the the fighters you have in the UFC. Yeah. You know, and then no one's gonna want to go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, to a yeah. Jake Paul uh division. You you want to stay at the UFC because that's like the best. So right. I hope they do something like that, but that's saying like this is gonna be the biggest fight. Like, yeah, of course it's gonna be like interesting to watch, but yeah. I can kind of predict that. Yeah, they don't have the aggression that normal fighters do. Right. They might have like some skill set, but it's not gonna be aggressive. Yeah, like you said. I mean, I would be surprised if there's any bloodshed at all. Yeah. Because I can't really see him just throwing blows like haymaker, and you know, as the freaking ten second bell goes off, or yeah. you know, whatever. But they imagine like Elon <laughs> catching Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. knocks him down. You know what they do is they run over, run them over and them, get on top of them, ground yeah. and pound right until yeah. the ref pulls them off. He's just gonna knock them down and like sit there and watch, like him right. get back up. Like, yeah, it's not gonna be that same aggression. Yeah, and it's probably gonna be pay per view, so they're gonna need the ratings. So he probably wouldn't even do it anyways if he could. We'll yeah. have to keep the fight going. Yeah, so, I don't know. What do you think though, as far as uh, being them? Um, you know, I think a lot of people think it's gonna happen, but then also a lot of people think, yeah, something's gonna happen where they pull out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they pull out? Do you think there's like, they could possibly take a big L? They're kind of like nerdy and stuff. I don't see them losing a fight and then people being like, oh, you lost. Like like a McGregor, when he loses, it's kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. He takes an L. Yeah. So do you see anything like that with them? No, I don't see anything like that. I see just a marketing aspect, just period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if if Elon loses or Zuckerberg loses, what's how's that going to change his life? Yeah. People can say, oh, dude, you know, Musk got his ass kicked. He's like, so what? Yeah. Go back and be a billionaire still, and I mean, you know. all I've seen is since that's happened, dude. Every single fighter there is has come out and say, "Elon, I'll train you." Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg, I'll train you. Like everyone. Yeah. So whoever loses that fight, someone will come out and be like, "Dude, I'll train you for your next one." Yeah. They're only gonna get that much more popular. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. This life's so weird, dude. So freaking weird. The I mean, shit, the shit we're coming up with, you know what I mean? Like to to draw entertainment, basically. I mean, if they're that bored, they could come to your house. We get hammered in the in the in the garage and just. That's what I'm saying. Go uh, throw fight, darts, fight, fight style, or what's it called? Fight club. Oh, we'd whip ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all I need is uh, what is it? Rumple mints. Rumpel- <laughs> yeah, 
freaking gets me going. Rumplements. I don't know. The only time I ever got in a bar fight, I did rumplements at the bar and then got in a fight. But isn't rumplements like a like a like a peppermint, like a schnapps? Mm-hmm. It's like a peppermint. So it's schnapps. like a mixer one. Yeah. No, you should do shots of it. Oh. I did. Because like sh- uh, schnapps or whatever that's called, like mm-hmm. peach schnapps, you mix it in with something else to give it that peach flavor. Yeah. It does have alcohol in it, but yeah, it's not like the actual alcohol that you would drink. Yeah. No, dude. Like Rumple mints is actually. Yeah. It tastes like a breath mint. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah. So I, I did shots of that and I got all angry, but the dude deserved it. It wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fighter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if Elon wants to come over here and hang in the garage and do rumple mints, I'll freaking whip his ass. <laughs> Yeah, give us a, a cool billy. We'll just sit in the in the garage, throw some darts at each other, mm. rumple mints. Yeah, some Hennessy has to be involved, and we'll just start fist. I think way more people would watch that. Yeah, we I can think. live stream it. Just put a camera in the corner, and just start swinging on them, like yeah. kind of like jumping them into a game. Yeah. The only sketchy thing is if we spill any beer on my garage floor, it gets slick. So I'll probably go to swing and freaking eat shit and crack yeah, my head open. That'd be kind of fun for you. Well, yeah, for the for the viewers. Dude, you just said freaking Saget's ass for freaking <laughs> broke his head dude. open, didn't yeah. die. Yeah. yeah, he fell in the shower, I think, and then never got checked out, and then went to sleep, never woke up. Dang, I did that once, but I woke up. I mean, not a bad way to go. I mean, at least you're asleep. It sucks that you went. Yeah, but yeah, when you're older, just fall asleep. Yeah, that's how I want to go. Period. I don't care older, whatever. It's like just make, let me go in my sleep. No, let me go when I'm older though. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I want to die. You said, you said, no, I'm just saying no matter what, like take me in my sleep. Yeah. Take my eyes, but not the shirt. shirt. (laughs) Um, dude, your girl Paige, Mm. Space Perenic Uh or whatever her name is. So I don't know if you heard of the Savannah Bananas. The baseball thing? Yeah. The baseball team, the bunch of dudes just doing weird shit. Yeah. Kind of funny, entertaining or whatever. So there's a video that came out, two guys on the mound. From that team, shirtless, buff dudes dancing or whatever. And I guess the comment section is a bunch of chicks saying, you know, they love it and stuff like that. So she came out with this statement or, you know, tweet and she had other ones, but this is the the first one she came out. She said, and Paige is the the golf influencer with the big old. She's the most popular on Instagram out of any golf person. You know that? Yeah. Like even over Tiger. Yeah. So she's that blonde, super good looking golf influencer Uh chick. Uh, I guess she's really good at golf. She played in college and stuff and played. I think, yeah, she can golf. actually golf, I think, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she'll smoke me. So. Of course. Uh, interesting how different the reaction is online when men choose to show off their bodies. Not one comment on this video calling them attention whores or sluts. Just a ton of women saying baseball is now their favorite sport. But those same women harshly judge me. Mm-hmm. So she went on that. And then she also had to like kind of go back and say like, I appreciate what these guys are doing because it's like a whole marketing thing that the baseball team does yeah. and stuff. It's cool what they do. I like what they do, but I'm just saying it based on me. I do stuff like that. Yeah. And people call me a slut and shame me and stuff like that. Yeah. But then guys do it. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she gets so many messages like of that kind of shit, but she's got to look at it too. Is like, she has mil- or, you know, hundreds of thousands of dudes saying the same thing to her. Yeah. Like, dang, let me see those titties, you know, like, oh shit, you're so hot, like this and that. So it's like, that does suck, but girls are different, right? I mean, how am I explaining? Like, girl or guys aren't going to, that's what I'm trying to say. Guys won't go on that baseball page and be like, look at these fucking dickheads, you know, this and that. We don't care. Mm -hmm. But like, girls get jealous. Yeah. Right? So that's why girls are saying that to her. But like, if she just could outweigh, because dude, what she does is kill her. I mean, I don't follow her. 
mm-hmm. you know, but I've seen her. I and her page. yeah, and she was smart, dude. She freaking was like one of the that's why she's so big is because she was like one of the original golf girl influencers, mm-hmm. right? She knew she probably would never make the LPGA, so it's like, how else can I make money? Yeah, and like I said, dude, if if she would just like, who cares about what these chicks say? It's like worry about the dudes that are paying your yeah. bills, basically. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I would worry about because. It's what we've said a million times on this podcast. You know, like I've had people on my Instagram tell me I suck, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, it's always a jealousy thing. Like those girls are probably fat freaking moms of six at their house, just sitting there bored or something. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, they're just jealous and that's just the world we live in. It's like, especially when you're at a status of her or, you know, Fowler, I've, I was bored one time, like on a layover, I think. And I went through some of Fowler's comments. Like he got like, you know, 10th at the masters, let's say I'm just making this up, but they're like. Dude, Ricky, ever going to win a major? Dude, you're kind of <laughs> sucking. Dude, most overrated golfer ever. And it's like, well, motherfucker, where are you at? Yeah. Why aren't you out there? You can sit here and write on Instagram, but you can't, you're not out there, you know? So it's like, no matter what, dude, 100 followers to freaking 3 million followers, you're going to have that. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way the world is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think she should take it to heart. Like those people aren't paying her bills. Like all the dudes that want to freaking see her butt naked, those yeah. are who are paying her bills. And yeah. that's all she's got to worry about. Yeah. So yeah, she did like she leans into it. That's why it's kind of like weird that she would even post this. I get it, mm-hmm. and I think it's part that it upsets her still, yeah. which with it's within reason. Yeah, but don't let it. Yeah, you know exactly. But obviously, it upsets her. That's why she had to comment yeah. on it, right, or make a post on it. But she does lean into it where she started her OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and I don't subscribe to that or anything like that. But I'm uh, assuming she posts like better kind of like underwear pics on there and then right. also like golf um tutorials yeah probably like sexy wise i don't know i yeah. don't really know what she does but it seems like she kind of kills it on that yeah she so, does so good for her yeah you know but that's what i'm saying if that's what you do and you embrace it mm-hmm. then don't be writing things later because then it makes you look like okay well this does really bug you yeah and then that's well, just fuel for the trolls to be like yeah yeah see bitch And, and that's, what's so hard is like, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Is like when people talk shit about you, you want to defend yourself. Yeah. But this day and age, it's like you defend, like you said, if you defend yourself, it's like, you know, punching a beehive. Mm -hmm. They're all cool. This guy's like weak and vulnerable, you know, and they just dive in on you and like they all attack you. And with her being in her stage, she probably shouldn't, but it's like, who cares, dude? It's, it's social media at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if this shit went away, she's made so much money. She'll sit in Arizona or wherever she lives and be totally fine. But yeah. We're still humans, dude. Yeah. It still hurts. Like when people tell me I suck, I'm like, geez, I've never said I was the best, you know, but like I'm out there trying my best. Like it's never a good thing, but I'm just like so sick. Like I think Mike Tyson had a thing that said it the best is like social media made people way too comfortable without getting hit punched in the mouth, way too comfortable saying shit without getting punched in the mouth. And that that's the truth, you know? And I mean, I remember in moto, it started back in the message board days, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone would hate on everyone. Like one time I think me and Palmer, we did a $5,000 bet mm-hmm. um, when I trained at Ricky Carmichael's house. Um, and dude, I've known Palmer since I was a kid, dude, like 10 years old, right? So we did it as fun. Like whoever makes the national or whoever does the best at the national owes the other person five grand, you know? And someone posted on a message board or it came up or something, dude. And I was just joking around. I'm like, dude, I'm going to smoke him. You know, and I get you can't tell my context, but yeah, anyone that knows me knows I'm not an arrogant dude, right? And dude, this message, but like every day I'd look at it, there was like 80 replies. And they're like, who the fuck's Mike Mason? Who This guy's fucking sucks, dude. This And I'm like, Jesus, it's my friend, dude. It's not like I called out some dude on the internet, you know, and 
And just ever since then, I've like watched it, dude. And, and, you know, especially, like I said, once you get into like the millions of followers, I can't even imagine like yeah. the shit people say to you. Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of people nowadays actually saying, <clears throat> which is interesting to me. Cause I was like, if I was in the same situation, I wonder how I would react to stuff. Cause I don't let things really bug mm-hmm. me. Like who cares? But getting that thrown into your face every single day and you're actually yeah. going through the comments. But yeah. I see a lot of people nowadays don't even, they say they post their thing and then they don't even look at comments yeah. because they, they know that there's always going to be someone in there. Yeah. And if you do comment to one person, they're, they're like, everyone else sees that. And they're like, ah, that's the the button right there. Yeah. That's what we need to say every, every post. Now, yeah. And, know? and Paige must still run her stuff because I know like a lot of like Tom Brady's and like these celebrities, they don't even run their pages. Yeah. Right. I mean, they'll sit there and do the video and talk they'll to it. And, something. Yeah, yeah. But they'll approve it. So it's like, that's how you get out of not being in that like swamp, you mm-hmm. know, of like seeing the comments is like, like Jason day. Like he barely ever looks at his Instagram. Like, you know, if they post or something like that's whatever, but he'll, he doesn't just sit there all day and scroll through the comments because he even said, it's like, it's a slippery slope, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, someone, some freaking dude, with 10 followers tells you you suck at golf. And you're like, damn dude, that's kind of hard. You know? And then it's yeah. like, it's, it changes your mood. Well, at that point I see it like kind of cool. Like you're so big that you shouldn't have to be mm-hmm. like, you do need social media. You need that presence out yeah. there. So cool, like have your people post, but you're so big that you shouldn't even be on there at all. Right. Yeah. Right? Plus, you're probably so busy that you that's the that. thing. Yeah, that's what Jason says. Is like, dude, he practices all day. He's got four kids with one more on the way. It's like he don't have time to sit there in school. Yeah. Like, I got kind of a lot of time. So yeah. I, I'll look at it. Dude, you know? Golf, practice golf all day. Go home. Have some sex, obviously, because you're still making kids. Yeah. Take care of your kids. Yeah. And then shower, go millions. to bed. Yeah. Dude, no time for yeah. for Instagram. Yeah, dude. Us, we have a little bit of time for Instagram. We've got time. And unfortunately, I still need Instagram. Not like I get paid a bunch of money off it. But it's like, dude, it's I like like the short par four trip. All this comes about because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like TaylorMade comes about because of social media. Yeah. Right. So it's like there's a sense to me that wants that still because it's fun. You know, like yeah. I like doing this stuff. But dude, trust me, if I had five, ten million in the bank and like could afford just to do this stuff. Dude, I would de- I would delete all of it. It's like I don't need it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put a, a bet <clears throat> out there for the universe. Okay. Give Mike five million, and I want to see if he actually does delete his social. Oh, stuff. it'll be gone. It'll be gone. I'll believe it when I see it. <clears throat> right. Me too, though. So hey, I'll know. delete my main social and then make like some fib one. You'll never know. Account? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that too. But um, dude, I had one on uh, uh back in the day when uh we we're doing the other podcast, the Gamer Boys podcast. We were sponsored by Goyaki. And I had a kid go on there and was talking so much shit. And he's like, yeah, how are you even sponsored? You have like no followers. No yeah. offense. Yeah. I'm like, well, well, okay. First of all, why do you say that? And then say no offense. Yeah. Like you're doing it for offense. Yeah. So let's keep doing it, it real. Doing it to get a reaction. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I don't. And yet we're still sponsored by them. So yeah. what's that tell you? Yeah. You know? And yeah. he's like, no, but like seriously, dude, how? Yeah. I'm all, dude, write up a business plan. Send it to a company. Figure it out. Yeah. You know, but like people try to just like clown you all the time. Yeah. With like shit and they just feel, but that's the thing when you kind of come off instead of just being like, Hey, fuck you, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, so then so they, you know, and I hear a lot of people actually say like, they'll get uh, messages mm-hmm. and the, the people will be like, Hey, you're, you're an idiot. You know, you suck or whatever. Yeah. You're like the worst rapper. And they're like, Hey dude, that wasn't cool. And the guy's like, Oh dude. I was just joking. You're like, I'm like one of your biggest fans. Yeah, I've had that dude. And I'm like a nobody. I've, yeah. I've had that. It's freaking <laughs> stupid. But I hear that more often than not. Yeah. So it's like always some troll that just wants the attention at the end of the day. And then when you give them that attention, they're like, oh, dude, sorry. Like, 
I was just trying to like, yeah. get you to call me back. Yeah. That's not the way to do it. No. And dude, I've like, listen, I drink a lot of beer, right? Sometimes I'm on Instagram when I'm pretty buzzed. And like, you know, three, four or five years ago, sometimes I would t- like Trav on PJ memes would post something like about Rory and I'd uh-huh. kind of talk shit. And dude, the one I feel bad about, cause I'm actually a fan of him now is I didn't know that Rom and his wife, like she paid for him through college. Like he was broke. Oh, okay. Like they went to ASU, I believe in Arizona and she's dude, American. She's American. Uh-huh. And they went to college together and like basically college sweethearts. Right. And she like, was I, from what I read, she was like paying for food and shit for him because he had no money. He was just a college golfer trying to make it, you know, yeah. from Spain, whatever. And I didn't know that. And at the t- when Rom first came, you know, probably like four years ago when Rom was out, he bugged me a lot. Like now I appreciate the competitiveness out of him. He, I think he's grown. I think he has matured a lot too. He seems like he's pissed off all the time, but he's way better at it, right? <laughs> yeah. But one night I was all buzzed and uh, Trav from Memes posted something, dude. And it's like, kind of big rom big old boiler sticking out and like his little blonde chick next to him and i can't remember what the caption was but i was all hammered i'm like damn dude just shows you can buy any chick you want pretty much when you get rich or something like that kind of clowning on rom and i kind of got blown up not too bad from like some people and then i think that was the last one i ever did like who might have talked shit i mean even if like this chick is with him for his money it's like he's got money yeah like there's a reason why i'm single no money (laughs) damn it but um but I, w- I never felt like I was like, I could never take myself to the level of like, just fully like, yeah. Back, you know, it was more of just a smart ass comment. Yeah, but yeah. These, some of these people are freaking. Well, I see it all the time too. And, and I don't like when I saw this page chicks post that, I had a lot of things where, you know, I thought were like more intelligent. I could have written her and mm-hmm. I'd be like, dude, what? You know, but I was like, but for what? For what? Probably ain't going to see it. She probably ain't going to see it. I'm just wasting my time. And if she did see it, she probably wouldn't care. So it's like, yeah. Why waste your breath? Yeah, on like stuff? when like, I when you see people comment on celebrity shit, you're like, dude, they don't look at it. They're mm-hmm. like, rarely, you know what I mean? Dude, I'll comment but, cool stuff on uh, like Instagram. There's people I'm like, hey, well, dude, that was dope. Like, mm-hmm. keep it up or whatever. And I'll like go through my my list there, and and it's all sent, never even read. Yeah, I'm like, damn it. And that was like a good like thing. Like, hey, congratulations. Or yeah, that's sick, dude. Keep it up. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and they don't even read it. Damn it. Bastards, dude. Yeah. One last thing before we get off this topic, if you want to. Um, the funny thing about like the page deal, right? Is if you think about it, like say Victoria's Secrets models, that's all they post, right? Yeah. Dude, rarely anyone, no one talks shit about them because mm-hmm. they're models. So that's what they're supposed to do. But if you're a golfer or any other kind of influencer, you're like a tryhard and you're, you know, you're doing too much and like you can't even golf. And it's like, dude, there's so much like stigma to it, right? Yeah. But like if you're a real like regular model, you're totally fine in yeah, society. Yeah. So it's like these people are fucking stupid, dude. But that's what I'm saying with the page thing. I think um, she embraced it. She had a video that she posted, which I thought was like pretty clever and funny. Mm-hmm. But she comes out and she's like, hey, you guys have tickle biddies like I do. Yeah. Like, and you guys have a hard time swinging. This is how you do it. Yeah. And yeah. she's all like, yeah, cups them in and like showing you how to yeah. you know, hit the driver. And I was like, dude, that's for one funny. Yeah. And for two, like it's cool like that you're embracing and yeah. you're kind of making fun of yourself of, of what other people are yeah. saying you know this is all you're known for is your tits yeah you know and you're kind of putting that out there and stuff so that's cool yeah but then she go do something like this and it makes her kind of look weak that like that does bug you yeah which we know it does yeah and, yeah. and it's like dude it's always been like that. yeah and for three when she did that tutorial, I was actually looking at it because, like, dude, since I've retired, I've kind of gotten a little like side boob. So I was in the garage later that evening. I'm all, oh, I gotta pinch this piece in a little mm-hmm. more and get mm-hmm. them titties in there, yeah. dude. I've been doing push ups since then. Yeah. 
I don't think any of the I'm not really that savvy into it, but uh, any of the P- LPGA girls have that problem. No, they're usually, like most her. of them are pretty small. Yeah, yeah. They're like, then that's what's so weird about golf in general is like the males and females. They're like tiny humans, <laughs> right? Like, I think in general, dude. Yeah, you look at like fighters. Yeah, I remember seeing Dan because Dan Henderson used to fight like at 180, 185 or something. And one time we were in Vegas and he walks through the through the um, casino and mm-hmm. we're like, hey, Dan. Yeah, he looks small. Yeah. I'm like, that dude is the gnarly Dan Henderson? Yeah. You know, you're all buzzed up. You're like, I mean, that's why you get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, so you're, exactly. You like, look at him. You're like. You judge the book by the cub. Yeah. But some people, I remember when we uh, met Forrest Griffin? Yeah, he was big. That guy was big. He that was guy like, was humongous. But he was like lerpy big. Like, not like yeah. brick shithouse big, just like tower over. Like, you could tell, like, he could punch me, like, across the street <laughs> from where he's standing. You yeah. know what I mean? His arms, like, were, there was so much, like, wingspan there. Yeah. But then there's guys that, you know, like Sean O'Malley. Uh, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Sugar Sean. So he fu- he probably walks around at 160, but he fights at like 135. Mm-hmm. So you see him like during fight week, and you're like, dude, Just that's a small a human. Fighter? Yeah. That guy is so small. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. Dude, I saw something one time, Justin Thomas. I think like he's either like 5'8 or 5'9, like right around where I'm at. Dude, he was like, the weighs like 145 pounds. I'm like, dude, I'm like 90 pounds heavier than this dude, same <laughs> height. I'm like, how? Yeah. Cause like, when I did X Games, I weighed like 155, like when I would train. Mm-hmm. Dude, my mom like told me I looked sick. Yeah. Because it just, I'm so sucked in, you know? And I'm well, like, so how is yeah. he another like 10 pounds lighter than that? I don't get it. Yeah. They're like little. Well, dude, I was going through some footage for a slideshow that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I was looking through some shit and I was like, damn, dude, you were so small. Me? Yeah. So what are you trying to say, dude? Are you going to? No, I'm saying, you know. Go what, ahead and throw it on a comment in my freaking post. What you just said. I'm agreeing with you. You were small. <laughs> Dude, you just got so nervous you couldn't make eye contact. But dude, like, I get it with other sports because they they're training and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, like if we saw like Ronaldo in person, we'd probably be like, dude, that guy's so small. He's tall, but yeah. small. Um, not what he looks like on TV, but golfers. Yeah, I know they walk a lot. But yeah, I mean, they're just a small. I don't. I don't even know how to say it. Like even Ricky, I think he's like my height, and he's just a small dude. Like. I remember talking to Yosti one time, dude, and I think, like, because we went to Puma, and they, like, make, they tailor their clothes for him, all the professionals. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want to say, good. this was a long time ago. It may be different now, but I want to say Ricky was, like, a 28, like, small shirt. 28 waist, small shirt. Yeah. I'm like, how, dude? Dude, I was 28 in, like, middle school. Yeah. Like, 28 pants. Yeah, I was yeah. 28 when I came out of the hatch, dude. I was <laughs> chunky as hell. So, yeah, I don't know what it makes him do that. I mean... Obviously, I know what makes me do mine is my lifestyle, right? A lot of a lot of CLs and Mexican food. Yeah, they have a better lifestyle, but like I'm saying, it's more of the walking mm-hmm. and uh, being out on the course and stuff. But that's not the same as a football player that's actually training, training every yeah. single day. Yeah. So, but then like so like football players, they're they have to put muscle on. Yeah. Right. Golf, I feel like it's a lot more like motos. We just want to be lean. Mm-hmm. So like once, like I said, I was like at 155 when I was riding X Games, and it's like. I wasn't just shredded and six pack. It was more just like no body fat and tightened up, right? Yeah. Like no golfer really is just like shredded out there built. Yeah. So it's like they're more that, just a lean yeah. body type. That is kind of weird because I, I watched like that, the Deegan's thing and, you know, seeing his kid and before the season started Supercross, you know, I'd watch some videos of him training and stuff and he'd have his shirt off and I'm like, I mean, for training every single day and he's yeah. fucking 15, 16 years old. Yeah. He looks like not defined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously he was in super great shape. Of course. Yeah. Saying, but he's for as much training he does. I mean, he looks super like just not defined. Like normal. Yeah. 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 I was like, what the hell? 
But yeah, imagine that kid just being just yoked. Yeah. Cool. Like I'm sure even if you saw like Tomac, it's like I don't think he's just some like bodybuilder type yeah, that of body. Guy was you know, a normal dude. Yeah. I think the only one that I could like see it's like Roxon. He has like one of those weird bodies that I think like builds muscle. Mm-hmm. Cause like he'll like do something where he's riding his road bike, dude, and his calf muscle looks like there's a freaking boulder sticking out yeah. of it. You know, like dude, imagine Webb. Webb's kind of like probably my height or a little taller. Yeah. He don't look like a racer. He's a little square. Yeah. Yeah. He don't look yeah. So yeah. So Moto's weird. It's just like it's more of the body fat, not the not so much. Yeah. Like they do a lot of like muscle training, but it's not to bulk up, right? Like we never bulked up. Like it's more just cardio and like flexibility stuff yeah. and tone, right? You want to be toned, but and that's where I think golfers are compared to baseball, football, basketball, where these dudes kind of need muscle and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So. But don't you think that maybe having more muscle as a rider? crashing wise you probably won't get hurt as much yeah so there that's an ongoing debate because i've all i mean dude there's so many theories like back in my day they said to be careful with lifting too much weights because it, it produces arm pump yeah like it or just muscle tightness in ah, general that's why I get arm pump. yeah bad yeah look at that shit dude <laughs> but um you know like one time at mammoth like you know when there was like enduras and cytomax is like electrolyte drinks coming out mm-hmm. We didn't, you don't know, like back then you couldn't Google and like figure out, hey, what's the best? I didn't know anyone, like I was still kind of new. And what would we take, like pre-workout or something, I think, thinking it was like an electrolyte drink. Dude, and I did two laps at me. I mean, and I'm talking, I'm 20, I don't know, like early 20s or something. Dude, I had two laps and my arms were so pumped up, I couldn't even hold the handlebars. Yeah. And I found out it, it was like pre-workouts, like a pre-pump, right? It yeah. pumps your muscles to, to lift weights. So it's like, we can't have that. Mm-hmm. Like I remember Ryan Hughes saying like, never do like forearm curls and shit mm. because it pumps your forearms up and then you go out and ride afterwards and they're, they're already pumped up. Right. Mm. So that's probably why you see more of like, like I think the shit like Tom Brady does, I'm surprised that's not bigger in moto. Like that pliability stuff, mm. like resistance, like which it is. Cause you see dudes doing that rower machine and that kind of stuff way yeah. more than you ever see like, you know, rocks and doing a bench press or chase sex and bench pressing and leg press. And it's like, it's going to be more of like resistance type training. So yeah. that's, that's just what I've heard. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a trainer, but yeah, I think that's, but back to your point, Jesus, I veered off there is, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I, I think you could have all the muscle in the world, dude, when you hit the ground doing 30, you know, yeah. and you come to a dead stop, it's. Well, I, well, I think when it comes to like <clears throat> ligaments, like you're going to blow your knee out, Stuff like that. I think that's going to happen regardless. Yeah. And it's it's just so weird, too, because every human body is different, right? It's like, look at Chase Sexton. I mean, I know he's hurt right now, and he's missed some races here and there. But that dude, like, looks like a just a tall toothpick. And, like, last year, not this past Supercross year, but last year, when he'd be leading those races and just eat shit, and he's totally fine. Yeah. But then you'll see, you know, like, Tomac land perfect off a jump, and he's fit, right? And his Achilles snaps. It's yeah. like... Bodies are just weird. Like I never, I never fully broke a bone riding ever in my whole life. I had fractured my wrist and fractured my collarbone and that was it. So it's like, I had really good bones, but what happened is like my bones were so strong that it tore all my ligaments. Like every time I'd crash, I could tear an ankle ligament or, you know, did my knees three times, shoulders dislocated pretty much every time I rode when I was younger. And so it's like, there's just, it's, that was the way my body was made, you know? And then some people have, you know, the, the bone and the ligament structure. And that's why like they make it through a career. Like, like I think Roxon, he's made it through his career, like super healthy. The one thing that hurt him. I mean, look at that crash. Yeah. Nobody's getting out of that crash. You know what I mean? Like over sticking the bar. Your, yeah, sticking your arm through a- yeah. Through the backside of a jump, you know? So, but if you look at his overall career, he's been like fairly healthy and you know, like 
But then you got Cianciarillo, who is, you know, like missing races every year. It's just, it's just luck of the draw. Kind of weird. And that's my health quote for the week. Okay. Weird. Call me if you need any advice. Peace.